I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Dave Kittle Show. This is Dave Kittle, and I am the uh, practice owner here at Concierge Pain Relief Home Physical Therapy in New York City. And I'm joined again for part two back with Sandy Zapata. So today, hey, assuming it's named physical therapy now, because you're an OT, so in, as opposed to occupational therapy now, is it just because physical therapy is more ubiquitous? There's just more need and demand for that. There's more consumer knowledge of PT versus OT. What, what were the reasons there? That's exactly true. I mean, everything you just said, there's just more um, for outpatient physical therapy, which is what we do, right? Outpatient rehabilitation, orthopedic injuries, the, the majority of our cases are orthopedic. And so we would, we still get a lot of OT, but not compared to physical therapists, probably like 80, 20, 20% OT, 80% physical therapy. And believe it or not, I had a team who we had a couple names when I started rebranding into, was it American physical therapy? Was it physical therapy now? Was it right here physical therapy? Because that was what we were operating in. And we paid a group to study and it was like 99 to one. Everybody said, no, got to go with it was uh, direct access. It was uh, that the, the the ability to have patients come into physical therapy now. A lot of states have direct access, so that had a lot to play with the name. Also, the word now, uh, believe it or not, when we started this in 2015, didn't wasn't like so common as it is now. Like HBO now, uh, you know Disney now. We have a bunch of people that are using the word now, but I. I think I know why. It's because we are in a time of our lives right now where we want everything fast and we want everything now. And simply it's because of this, because we have access to data and technology. We have things, we want things now. So our new era, we understand that time is the most precious asset that we have. And we want things faster. We want things now. We don't want to waste our life trying to wait two weeks, three weeks, four weeks to get a referral and, and come into physical therapy. So I think the name in the era that we're living on, it, it's having a great influence in, in us scaling the business and, and bringing in people into, into the system. So physical therapy now is direct access, is time, acknowledgement of time and understanding our time. And also uh, we did a study and everybody picked physical therapy now, a research. And, and anyone that's listening that doesn't understand or doesn't know, but direct access is where a, a patient can go right to a physical therapy office or call them and not have a physician referral, not have a physician script. Most people listening probably understand that. Also, the physical therapy now, it's almost like a call to action, That's like right. market, marketing, persuasion, persuasion type component to it, maybe. That's right. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to wait. Just call us now and we'll get you right in. So it's almost like a call to action, like you said. Love it. So in terms of the, the history of your 125 transactions, uh, what, what percentage is involved in the current franchise of physical therapy now? Because I, I was looking at your social media and I saw that you know, you're, you're selling or buying back recently, I think last week or two, yeah. you had a, a, a therapist who bought, uh, I think you said her second or third franchise from you, but then there was also last year on your Instagram, 
I saw uh, there was a uh, Martin or Mr. Martin that you bought his franchise back. So how many of the 125 are part of like those transactions under the current physical therapy now umbrella? Yeah, so we've sold in operation, we have over 46 locations. And those locations also have multi-units where they buy two or three ahead of time. Some of them have not opened, so it's still a transaction. It's still a sale, in my opinion. But some of the even franchises, they they want an exit. Sometimes they want an exit in three years, five years, and sometimes they're doing very good and they get a cash offer and they get to sell their practice. And sometimes um, they're like, "Look, this is not for me." You know, some physical therapists will say, "This is not for me. I, I just want to be a practitioner. I don't want to have to manage a team." And some people are doing very well, and they're like, "Andy, I want to cash out right now when my business is hot." We're doing very well and I want that exit and that money so I can go on vacation and do my next thing in life. And so since I have under the agreement, I have the first option to buy. Sometimes I exercise that option because I know I can either keep it as corporate or resell it to somebody else who wants it. And then sometimes they resell it themselves to other people. So I've been part of uh, acquisitions back into the franchise where I've been blessed to be, to be able to buy it back. And sometimes I buy it just to sell it. And so. We have over 125 either startups, sells, resells, or de novo startup from the beginning or acquisitions. We're starting to look at acquisitions from outside of the system so, so that we can continue to scale the, the brand. So I've been blessed to be part of this. And I think I, I, I think I've passed over a hundred. I know what I, I think I know what I'm doing when I, when it comes to buying physical therapy centers. And this is what I've dedicated my last 20 years to is acquisitions and helping physical therapists and entrepreneurs scale in the, in the physical therapy space. Got it. So just to clarify, you've made acquisitions of existing clinics and rebranded to physical therapy now. Is that correct? Yes. Got it. Awesome. I was looking at the list of locations recently on the website and I saw there's one up here in Paramus. I'm in New York city. I'm in Brooklyn. So if I were to, not that we, we haven't talked about this, but let's just, let's say if I had a location, I bought the franchise rights for, where I'm at in Brooklyn and I had physical therapy now and I was engaged. I, you know, I joined the the whole, everything that the franchise, and then we had whatever your agreements are after a certain amount of time, you said you get the first right of refusal, right? Yep. I'm and then let, let, let's say, uh, let's say I got a, a better offer from someone externally. Do you have to approve that buyer because it's under the physical therapy now brand? Like, do you have to kind of vet them and, and you kind of approve them even though, maybe they're paying more or better terms or something. So I'm going to try to sell to someone externally that's not within the franchise umbrella. You already said no, because, you know, let's say you, you know, you said, here's the best offer that you guys can make. And then maybe I found a better offer and I would rather sell that individual or that group or partnership. But do you have to approve that external buyer? Yes. And, you know, the integrity of the brand, the people that we allow to be part of, the brand, you know, we really want a very clean, a very um, organized, a very just holy, you know, just nice organization where we all work in synchrony and in love, right? And that's why we have that heart in in my logo because this company is about love. This company is about humanity. This company is about giving. And you know, we've had people try to buy the franchise that have very ugly records in their past and not, no judgment just you know there's nothing wrong with people's past and i believe in second opportunities but 
to have somebody with a criminal, a very extensive criminal history to come and buy the, the locations or the franchise, it's not something that I would approve. Um, but there's always ways out of the franchise. It's not to say that you're never going to sell the, the brand. There's, there's always ways to, to do things. Uh, nothing is never no. It's just the people that we want in the franchise are people that are very, uh, that share the same vision and values that we share as a company. Got it. If someone's listening or, or watching and they're a physical therapist or an occupational therapist, um, if they wanted to learn more about the franchise opportunities that you guys have, uh, how, how can you, you know, best describe the difference between your opportunity versus if someone wanted to go out on their own, right? I think you kind of already described it earlier where that person, that therapist has to go kind of figure out everything. They have to understand lease terms and, you know, equipment and spacing and negotiation of that lease. And then the credentialing and everything with insurance and every, you know, all that, all that before marketing, before the capital expenditures of equipment and everything. So obviously you're, you're providing uh, a lot in terms of the, the, the know-how and the systems and the processes, but if there's a therapist, an OT, a PT, some other healthcare provider listening now, what would be, what's your either elevator pitch or your explanation as to your opportunity versus if someone wanted to, like for us, like, so we're buying clinics, we're buying yeah. locations up here in, in New York city. So um, what, what would be the difference between your opportunity versus what we're doing? We're trying to go buy a clinic or maybe a, a PT or an OT who's looking to start from scratch. Um, what would be a good way to describe your opportunity at physical therapy now? Yeah. You know, if you're a physical therapist, occupational therapist, and or just have multi-unit locations, you know the, the the question, the first question I would ask is, do you want to continue to have the lifestyle that you have, or do you want to be more of a business owner and not operator? Because really, what I'm teaching is the systems to become a business owner, not an operator. Just like there's a lot of books, like the E Myth, I would recommend everybody to read the E Myth, which is where it talks about your business should be a passive vehicle for you to live the lifestyle that you want. Not you be a slave of the business to get a to get a salary or revenue to live off the business. It's the two different things. And so what we teach is systems and operations so that you can be a business owner, not operator, drop in, drop in the systems, drop in the people, and that's what we teach. But aside from that, we've been fortunate to develop systems with the greatest minds of the world. And some of that is proprietary, but you know, our goal is to give you more time, more money, and more magic. And what I mean by magic is more experiences with your family, more things that you really want to do. Um, and, and if you just want to be a therapist, that's amazing too. That's great. We can just navigate on how to give you more time and more money uh, and more magic, but as a therapist. So my dream, my vision is to really empower the therapist to have those three things. Got it. Awesome. Um there are a lot of therapists that you and I probably both come across where they, they want to try to continue to treat patients and stay in the trenches of patient care, but they also want to manage or own or operate. And I think what you just described is, is a good separation in terms of uh, an operator versus an owner where, and you were, you were kind of hinting like an owner is someone who may not even be treating at all, right? They're they're Maybe they're just kind of overseeing high level things uh, as opposed to an operator or, or like a clinic director type therapist, right? Right. Got it. So of your franchisees, how many of them are treating approximately, how many of them are treating, you know, one or two days a week versus a franchisee who 
is not treating at all? I think the the physical therapists that are operating, obviously they they treat as as they want. Um, I think most of them are treating twice a week, maybe three times a week, but not fully integrated. And they have other therapists that are running the business or doing the treatment. But you know, the passion to be a physical therapist almost never goes away. Like I want to treat patients sometimes just because I have a passion to help. Uh, but we do have physical therapists and executive uh, entrepreneurs that don't treat patients and they just run the day-to-day operations. And sometimes they hire the right managers and we train those managers to run the day-to-day operations. And we have some entrepreneurs that just look at the KPIs, the high level numbers, and they manage the operations from the KPIs and the numbers. So that's what we teach. That's what we aspire to give everybody more time, more money, and more magic. And then there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of mindset that I didn't know that would go into that as well. A lot of personal and professional development that also goes into that. So we teach, we teach three things uh, in the operation. We teach the process on how to operate your business. We call that like process mastery. And, you know, there's a lot of dynamics that go into process. Uh, we also teach the influence because if you don't have the right influence skills to connect with your patients, to connect with the physicians, to connect with the hospitals, with the insurance companies, if you don't have that influence formula in there, you're, you're going to suffer when it comes to driving patients in the door. And then we talk about the self, the mindset, the, the body. How does your mind have to be? How do you have to be aligned with your body to be able to perform? Because if you're sluggish, if you're not sleeping well, if you're not getting in, you know, into work, if you're just not performing, if you don't have the desire to succeed or the desire to push your team, the desire to be a leader, then you're going to stay stuck. So we teach the leadership and the mind and the body on how to get to that. It's a whole, most like a mentorship program, a coaching program, a business coaching program, and it's all geared towards physical and occupational therapists or entrepreneurs in the business of physical therapy. That's the best way I can explain it. There's a lot, there's a lot to it, a lot of mentorship and a lot of coaching. But at the end of the day, we believe that everybody wants one of three things, more money, more time, or more magic. Right. And time is the only thing we definitely can't get back. Right. That's right. Uh, We're both on a tight schedule. Last minute or two. Why do franchising? Why not own all these clinics? Why not? And I know one of the reasons is maybe for someone who's trying to, you know, go at your type of scale is like they're probably gonna have to raise more money up front, private equity money, whatever, or significant amount of uh, commercial debt or whatever. But why franchise versus just own all these clinics? Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, we get asked this same question every single day. But, you know, when you when you go on your own, especially if you're a small one, two, three unit location, you have nobody behind you that's really helping you push you forward. There's nobody that has the same interest that you want to succeed. So we have that same interest because we get a royalty. We get at the end of the month, we get a royalty based on your revenue. So we have an army of people pushing you forward, giving you resources to help you succeed so that we can also succeed and rise our and our our company. And then most people, they open up, or most physical therapists, practitioners, physicians, we're all included in this. We open up a location, we get stuck treating patients and because we love it, but we don't, sometimes we can't get out of it. So again, what we what we teach you is how to run and be a business owner and not a business operator. Again, with the idea of having more time in your hands and more money. And so the challenge of you being by yourself is just like that. Just like I said, you're by yourself. When you have a team, when you have a, 
an army of people behind you from CFOs to CEOs to marketing directors and executives helping you succeed, then it changes the dynamic a little bit because we have access to, to a lot of resources. And essentially what it is, you're, anybody can figure this out. You know, you can figure out how to be very successful, but it's going to take you a very long time to figure out the systems and put them all into place. And so essentially what you're buying is you're buying time in a franchise. Anybody can figure out how to make the best pizza in the world, but why do you go to Domino's? Why do you go to McDonald's? Why do you go to, you know, KFC, all these beautiful franchises because you're cutting the time and they're giving you a recipe to succeed. But it's just time, time. You want more time? You got to join a franchise. Love it. The perfect place to end the show right now. Andy, we definitely have to have you back. Love the energy. I love just your, your knowledge and experience. What's a good place for the audience to check you out in regards to either email address, LinkedIn, your website? Let the audience know where they can find you and learn more about the opportunities at Physical Therapy Now. Oh, Dave, thank you so much for reaching out and making this happen. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's important that we share the message to help more practitioners succeed without the challenges that we've all had to face. I know we've all had our share of challenges, but you can go to physicaltherapynow.com and uh, write me an email. I receive all the emails that go through there and you'll learn a lot about the franchise. What does it take? You know, some of the things that we provide. A lot of the things are proprietary because I want to save them for the people that actually buy the franchise, but we, we will uh, be more than happy to join here and drop some knowledge on how to scale and grow your business because that's where the passion is. Once you learn the system, how do you really scale it to the next level? And that's where, you know, that growth, that's where I, I dedicate most of my time to. Dave, thank you again. Really appreciate being on your show, buddy. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E painrelief.com or you can call me at any time 646-781-8884.